Oh, Stephen Harmison with a slower ball. One of the great balls. Given the moment, given the batsman, and given the match, that is a staggering gamble that's played Patrick on Patrick Mahomes, Matt Hummels, Peter Crouch at Tottenham, Nemanja Vidic. What do they have in common, boys? The number 15. Number 15. And it is our 15th episode. So tip of the cap to Matt, Patrick, Peter and Nemanja. Nemanja, whoa. Nemanja, whoa. Nemanja. He comes from Serbia. Fucking murder you. Yeah, episode 15. Here we go. Buzzing. 15. Well, who are you, Smithy? Nemanja, the rock. Who are you? Who are you, Tom? Uh, Pat Mahomes. I'll be Crouchy then. <laughs> goals, goals, goals. So, massive week. And we have never been big. Because we've sent the son of the non-league player of the millennium to see the Brewers in the corporate box after he won our competition to scream in public. Uh, which we'll recap his entry shortly because it is fantastic. Yeah, tremendous. Um, he's not only gone to the Brewers and watched the Brewers suffer a 2-0 defeat, <laughs> he's also done so wearing a T-shirt that he spent his own money on getting printed with a picture of us three and we've never been bigger <laughs> in the front. So Ross is our officially our first Gold Club member, I think, at this point. Yeah, it's sensational from him. Um, talk us through his entry, Tom. Well, his entry was, it was a late a late one that came in and I don't think I found anything as funny for, for a, quite a while for the fact that he's walked out of the Oruus Fryer, which I, I believe is our favourite chip shop in the world. Hear, hear. Hear, He's on, absolutely, absolutely screamed, we've never been bigger! As he's done that, I've pissed myself. And then some random woman behind him shouted the exact same thing. And I couldn't believe it. I thought that was someone in you. Didn't. Brilliant. Yeah. I think what I loved about it is I've, I think it's his child that walks out with him, his son. <laughs> and his son doesn't even bat an eyelid, which tells you a bit about how normal that is. And I'm assuming Ross's lovely uh, wife was holding the phone so he could record that. So it's the perfect storm. Uh, well, that's not what his uh, order was as well, to be honest. Did we, did we get any clarification? Uh, on yeah, he that? said that he'd already eaten that night. He specifically went to the chippy and had to spend four pounds on some chips not, <laughs> that he didn't not, eat. Not only, I mean, that is speculate to accumulate because he has spent more money to go to the chip <laughs> shop, make a video to then win the prize, to then spend more money um, to then get a free night at the Brewers. So, Wow. Yeah. Thank you very much. It's an investment, really. Four quid's worth of chips for probably a hundred quid night. Yeah. So I did ask Ross um, who that woman was, and he said he didn't know her. But when this woman spotted the camera, um, she did start to plan in her mind what she was going to do to try and uh, ruin it. Um, and she said, it's a good job you ran out and screamed that because I was going to call you a wanker. <laughs> <laughs> Which would have been just as funny. Yeah, brilliant. But she chose she chose absolute gold in copying what he said. And I think it's a, a massive thank you to Elite Receptions UK. Yeah, tremendous. Stumping up the cash, sending Burry on his way to the Brewers. 
Oh, absolutely. We're in um, we're in Elite Reception UK's depth for quite some time, I think, for that. Yeah, doth, doth of the cap to Benny Boy. Yeah, tip of the cap to him, all right. Well, what have we been up to, fellas? Uh, I have actually been, for some reason, watching uh, the Pokemon Indigo League series on Netflix. Jesus. Um, which is really, I don't know why, but it's really sparked my interest back up. So I've been following Ash, Ketchum, Brock and Misty as they uh, trail to the Pokemon um, League. So I'm on episode 15 currently, um, which is actually this episode. So believe it or not, incredible. Um, and I've also uh, just been watching videos on of WWE. I don't know if you saw, but CM Punk made his comeback at Survivor Series. And it was it, it was off, it was off the chain. Even BBC News reporting about it. So, yeah, that's about what I've been up to. It's massive. Excellent. Uh, I've been riddled with sunburn for two weeks. In uh, pillars, been like a flapjack, and <laughs> peeling like the proverbial orange. Um, yeah, went to the went to the beach a few weeks ago. Typical Brit. Uh, if you can't tone it, tan it, as Josie Smith always says. Um, went down there, tried to break the back of the summer tan, and completely ruined myself. Um, few days sleepless. I had to sleep with four large ice blocks on my bed, uh, wearing a t-shirt. You know those massive ice blocks you put in a cooler bin to try and keep your beers cool at the beach. Mm. I got four enormous ones of those, laid them out on my uh, bed, and had to lie on my back and try and sleep, uh, which was virtually impossible. What an image! But, yeah, incredibly painful. I don't know whether you've ever had prickly heat, but it's like a thousand little ninjas sticking needles in your back relentlessly. Did you not put any uh, aloe vera on? Yeah, I did. Made it worse. <laughs> oh, <good. laughs> yeah, vera, no good. But yeah, yeah. Um, just about coming out the uh, the back end of it now, though. It's not ideal. Um, nope. Pain odds, you? Um, been working like a one-eyed cat watching two mouse holes. Um, but I've also been watching a series called uh, Bodies. Oh yeah, on Netflix, which is about a a time traveling uh, murder mm. um, investigation, which is really good. It's got the guy from um, who's the Scouse actor who's from what's that film? Um, this is England. This is England. This is England. Big Everton fan, name. isn't he? Yeah, he's brilliant. He's Tommy the Tit from Snatch, isn't he? That's exactly who yeah. it is. Yeah. So that Graham is that his name? Stephen. Yeah, Golden Graham. Yeah, Um, (laughs) that's worth a watch. And a bit other than that, just eating chalk ices as usual. (laughs) And um, yeah, just knocked off a pipe of barbecue Pringles with Imogen uh, before my lasagna dinner. Belting, splendid. Right, Mm. what's in Pat's sack? Oh, postman Pat. Postman Pat, Postman Pat, and his villagers sad. Send us correspondence so we can talk our nonsense and everyone can have a regular laugh. But on bom bom. Well, first up in Pat's sack is an, an email from uh, from John Hickman. Um, he's got Hickman! <laughs> AKA the triangle head. Um, 
in touch uh, to confirm that the uh, the choice of uh, song in the church where he got married uh, was all down to his wife's doing. So it was nothing to do with him. And she picked Jerusalem. Um, the, obviously, the, the song they sing at uh, England Games before the first ball of the day. Um, and yeah, all his wife. So No wonder he stuck a ring on that one then. Tremendous yeah, from her. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Um, and he also, he asked if we can talk, well, he basically slammed me for how I uh, attack pizzas um, and, and basically said that he's never seen a more impressive and yet disgusting sight as Tommy folding slices lengthways, <laughs> then tipped across and, and two biting every slice at a speed like he's not eaten for days. Um, this was in his peak, peak, peak pizza and Coke edition of 2016. Uh, not much better for sharing. Um, so he wants to know what our favourite pizza toppings are. I was just about to say, was this accompanied by seven litres of Coca-Cola? I, I like that he mentioned the nine mini pizzas because there's a story there where I'll never remember. <laughs> I reckon I was in sixth form and he was as well. We're playing cricket together and I stayed at his house one night after cricket and we spent most of the evening making um, Derek Cropper remixes of Eminem tracks, such as off the Eight Mile album. But um, his mum said, don't worry about getting any takeaway. I've left you some pizzas in the freezer. And we thought, right, we're on here, some big barbecue meat lovers or something. And what she'd left us is nine mini microwave pizzas. Oh, no. And we were absolutely fuming <laughs> with her. And she went out because we, we didn't have any money either. So we thought, oh, yeah, that's fair enough. Um, so that's quite a funny story from him. So if we're talking pizzas, he really is not, doesn't got a leg to stand up. No, um, he hasn't. Favourite pizza topping then? Pepperoni all day long for me or meat lovers? I'll give you a one, two, three. Uh, pepperoni, meat lovers with a barbecue base and then probably just a margarita is my number three. Solid that. Solid that to be fair. Um, I'd go pepperoni number one, um, with pineapple. Ooh, yes, the Susie Mandelberg special. Susie Mandelberg special, that is ranked number one. Um, I'd also go, the, there's a place in, near me that does their prawn and chilli pizza, which is incredible. Um, I know that might... Yeah, yeah. that wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't be in my top thousand, I don't think. Smithy's, Smithy's grimacing big time. <laughs> on And then probably just the Texas barbecue from Domino's, that's incredible. Yeah, did enjoy that. Yeah, absolutely. I would just, the only addition I'd throw in the mix is a really solid barbecue chicken. Mm-hmm. With jalapenos, with peppers. Spicy. Barbecue base? Yeah, always. Yeah. I've never been a fan of the barbecue base. Yeah, I'm all over it. You can't beat sometimes just a big, just a big margarita when you've had, if you've had a couple of beers, a big greasy... Margaritas just yeah. hits as well. What, what are your thoughts on stuffed crust? Uh, absolute fad, waste of time. Agreed. Wow. The hot dog stuffed crust that Domino's did was incredible. It's too Absolutely. much. No, it was incredible. I loved it. Absolutely. Dipping that in the garlic and herb dip, great. If I was going to put my money on one man alive to enjoy that, it'd be you. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I have, and I have cheesy crust all the time, cheesy garlic crust all the time. Love it. Oh, I just think Love it. it you got enough cheese yeah. going on. I enjoy the crust. Well, the thing yeah. is, I'm not meant to have lactose either. So if I, when I have that, and I had a pizza last night, to be fair, I'm on the toilet for the next 24 hours. Mm. Similar to one of our avid listeners, Sam Eaton, he is 
chronic irritable bowel syndrome that still eats pizza. Plows through it. Yeah, it's worth it. Uh, I've had a message from uh, Josh Hunt. Um, first of all, asking where the hell the pod is. Um, and then second of all, saying, Rafe, can you please talk us through um, an incident with your dad around the swimming pool, please? <laughs> <laughs> That's one of his favourites. There's, there's two stories linked to this, but I know what Josh is saying. I always used to wind up my dad, and I think I was about 14 on holiday in somewhere like Tenerife or Lanzarote or Lanzagrotti as I say and my dad <laughs> was in his swimming shorts next to the pool and he was talking to someone else and I took the opportunity to run up behind him and keg him pull his pants all the way to his ankles and you know everything flopped out <laughs> and then I jumped into <laughs> jumped into the pool and swam away and then got one of the most robust bollockings of my career yeah. from him and my mum who was saying, you're going to get him locked up, you're going to get him locked up <laughs> with decent exposure, there's kids here. Oh, God. And, and at 14, thinking that was great. But the best story from that holiday was a couple of my mum and dad's friends were there who were going through a divorce at the time and it was really awkward. And basically, my mum had flown out a week before with her friend to have a bit of a girls' week and um, had arranged to meet with us for the second week and her mate was going to stay on because she needed a week or two away from her, her husband that she was breaking up with. I was at the airport with my sister about to fly out and who should rock up but my mum's friend's husband who's oh, divorced. No. And he said, well, I've paid for the ticket. I might as well come. <laughs> so we were loving that because we knew it was going to be carnage. And my sister was texting my mum or called her or something to tell her. Anyway, we rock up to the hotel and it naturally kicks off and it's all awkward. And he's try he's there to try and win her back to try and make something work. And yeah. she doesn't have a bar of it. On the last day, he gave up hope. <laughs> And she, she was walking around the pool holding a bag and a book and stuff. And he went, oh, well, try my best. And he got up and shoved her in the pool. <laughs> True story. And me and my dad were... <laughs> Fully clothed. Yeah, this is the same holiday as my dad having his tackle oh, with Oh, my God. And he shoved her in, and she got out fuming, and he said, He's just, I've got nothing to lose. Oh, and, my um, God. Yeah, true story. My dad tells the story brilliantly because he brought it up with my dad beforehand and said, I'm going to shove her in. It'll be funny. My dad said, I really don't think you should do it. <laughs> he shoved her in, and yeah, divorced soon after. Wow. Fantastic. I mean, that is going out with a bang, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, exactly right. That's the way to do it, really. Yeah. Zero fucks given at that point. <laughs> um, I, I've had one other bit of correspondence uh, from uh, Ross, actually, who we sent to the Brewers. Um, he uh, followed up on my little story about my dad buying my mum a deep fat fryer for her birthday. And amazingly, it must have been an Oruos thing. Maybe there was a. Um, like a 30% off down at Paul's News Agency or whatever. But. Uh, his dad, uh, the non-league player of the millennium, also bought uh, Ross's mum um, a deep fat fryer for her birthday. 
Um, so someone is, is making a mint around the old Ruos area in the 80s wow. um, on Deep Fat Friars. Can I just chime in with a Tommy tangent? Yes. Um, so Paul's news agents, he, uh, what a man, he, um, he gave my dad uh, two tickets to United v Barnsley and it was my first ever Man United game. Yeah. It was nil. Whole family have been season ticket holders for years, like 50 years. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible! What a game! That was my first ever. Yeah. Eight zip. It was eight zip. What's the highest um, score in the Premier League? Is it still nine nil? Uh, yeah, I think it is, isn't it? Yeah, I remember. It happened to Southampton, didn't it? I think United beat Oldham nine nil as well, like way back. I remember. I think Andy Cole scored five. And Liverpool beat Palace nine nil as well in like ninety two. But didn't that happen last season? Didn't someone else get beaten nine nil? I know Southampton did, but yeah, else? Saints did, didn't they? Yeah. No, I can't remember. That's robbing, isn't it? Anyway, we anyway, di- we digress. Right, it's time for a sports roundup, indeed. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Offside, fuck it. You got to be marking him, rap. We're in London, aren't we? We're in London. <laughs> Sports Roundup. Um, well, obviously the big one this morning uh, was obviously Pompey uh, v Brewers. Payne, did you manage to see any of that or any highlights? Yeah, 2-0 loss. The son of the non-league player of the millennium reckons the Brewers were all over Pompey like a rash in the first half and then naturally gave away a penalty then conceded a second then got a red card. So the rising's <laughs> on the wall for them. Catastrophe um, theory there in action. He had a lovely time though, Rostad. And I did hear that he got the eight-one-two home as well. Really, <laughs> yeah. what a man! Obviously, he enjoyed those beers then. Yeah, I mean, it was only nine o'clock when I last heard from him, and he'd already had seven. So, <laughs> courtesy of Elite Reception UK. Hell, you boys, man! Oh, brilliant, Smithy. What about Derby? Oh, four wins on the bounce, lads. Um, Huge. Solidified our place in the playoffs. Um, Obviously, there's all there's still calls for manager's head, but when you when you're grinding out one nil away away wins at Port Vale, you know can't really complain. So, a huge Christmas period coming up, and if we can sign a striker in January, I'm actually backing us. I think we might do it. I think we could go up. Huge. I think yeah. you will. Yeah. If you look at the league, it's poor, isn't it? Like there's there's, there's only really Bolton and Pompey that are half decent in there so you're going to be big in the back time yeah I could be taking a long old trip back to Wembley from Auckland must mm. go would must you do go. the trip would you do the trips Sniffy oh hell no no <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not three grand for that no chance well I'll describe uh, Warsaw's um, performance this morning by a guy I found on Twitter called James Bradley who commented on the final Bradders Bradders, James Bradley. This is what he commented under full-time result, uh, Barrow 2, Warsaw 0. He put, in short, kick-off, wank, half-time, wank, full-time, lost, wank again. Um, yeah. Excellent. It's, it's appealing. Concise. Uh, we're, we're 19th. We've got 21 points. 
Um, and yeah, I was traipsing through uh, Twitter this morning and the yeah, fans have gone wild. And basically, if I can sum up the mood of them from what they've been writing is Alfreton are licking their lips this weekend. <laughs> Never thought I'd read that in my life. Alfreton town. Yeah, unbelievable. I think we must have them in the FA Cup. Uh, Sadler out, manager, and a couple of people who just keep writing National League beckons. Hang on, so. did I just hear Sadler out? Is your manager called Sadler? He is, Matt Sadler, yeah. Looks Matt Sadler, Sadler, the manager of the Sadlers. The Sadlers, yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, it's not the only one. Billy Brewer manages the Brewers. So. <laughs> <laughs> but he played for us as well, so he had, uh, he had Sadler on his back, which was quite... But he's yeah. Billy Brewer. <laughs> I think Sorry. Craig Ramage has got something to do with the Rams, actually, as well. I have to look that one up. But I can't think of any others. Um, Ian, Ian Walker, sponsored by Walkers, playing at the Walker Stadium. Did Jason Scotland play for Scotland? He Arson did, Wenger, didn't he? Arsenal manager, Arsene Wenger. Yeah, the arse. Uh, that could be an apology. I might have completely made that up. <laughs> Let me check. I think Jason Scotland was something like Trinidad and Tobago. <laughs> yes, he was. Uh, yeah, he's Trinidadian. Trinidadian. Um, but he uh, last played for Scottish team Hamilton Academic. Oh, so he so, played in yeah. Scotland, not for in, Scotland. In Scotland, not for Scotland. Yeah. Um, in, yeah, not for. Pop, not broth. <laughs> so, basically, Ram's good, Burton terrible, Warsaw wank. Yeah. Dreadful. Oh, well, that's the sports roundup. That's the sports roundup. Um, okay. And it's live is our topic for this week. Um, we are going to discuss our favourite um, live events that we have ever been to in our lives. That's Rafe just shutting a door extremely loudly. <laughs> Trying to shut the dog out who's ruined the last pod. <laughs> <laughs> I quite enjoyed it. It did sound a bit weird for listeners who didn't know that there was a black Labrador in the room, though. Yeah, with no context, it sounds like I'm having some kind of medical episode. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like you're having one now with that lasagna. Oh, it's yeah, beautiful stuff. This is controversial. It's actually a vegetarian lasagna. It's got oh, chickpeas, no meat. God's sake. Yeah, Jack Cropper wrote into me about chickpeas, actually. You <laughs> should say that. Angry he was. I think he pulled over his car to message me about the the nachos that I suggested. Yeah, I don't just don't understand how or why a chickpea would be in that. But then again, I'm eating a lasagna full of the. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, why you? No chickpeas, they're lentils. Okay, (laughs) that's a huge mistake. (laughs) About five times the size. I'll just pick my bollocks back up off the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear, okay, a live event that I've been to. Um, Very, very fortunate to go to two uh, British and Irish Lions tours away in New Zealand. And and one moment that um, always uh, makes me and Luke, who I went with, laugh, um, is the moment that we managed to land our tickets for the first test and therefore with the same guy for all three tests. Um, and bear in mind, these tickets were like rocking horse shit. You could not get them anywhere. They were going for about $500. The roast, roast is choking on his lasagna there. Um, 
And we were walking around the Viaduct Harbour in Auckland, and all of a sudden this guy goes, All right, lads, you want some tickets? And instantly my response to that is always no, because it's a scouser, and I'm used to somebody saying that to me in England. Oh, I thought he was Albanian from the accent. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, we've looked at each other and thought, Ooh, should we engage? Should we engage? Yeah, we've engaged. Uh, and he offered us these tickets for $160. Uh, bear in mind they were going for a minimum 250 so we've decided to go to the cash point and each of us lining up pissing ourselves laughing thinking we may as well be taking a lighter and setting fire to 160 dollars each and going and handing over 500 dollars to no sorry 480 dollars get your maths right Smythe, um to a, a scouser who's on his own in new zealand uh, but we gambled we did what all good strikers do we gambled um, got to the front of the queue, beep, beep, scanned, and I got through, I went first, and we were absolutely going mental no, when, wow. when we got in. We got in. Wow. And the, his, this guy's story was that he was working on behalf of corporate, um, and there were leftover tickets. Um, so we assumed it was bullshit, and we were just going to get turfed away, and we it was worth the risk. But anyway, we was we were in corporate with uh, Tana Umanga and Rory Underwood. Um, we're in with a guest speakers wow. in our box, and wow. the scouser, um, he was like, "Don't go in and have the food and drinks, mate. Uh, don't take the piss." <laughs> so he told us specifically not to go into the box and have any of the food and drink because obviously no one will know who we are. Um, but yeah, we got in and uh, got to meet Rory, one of my heroes, and have my photo with Tana who I despise to this day for dumping Brian O'Driscoll on his head um, in the first test of the 2005 Lions Tour, which I paid $500 to go and watch, um, which was mental back in the day. But, you know, YOLO, you ruined my day. So that, so that guy, Dave, from from Liverpool, he ended up, I got his number, and he ended up getting us tickets for all three tests, which no uh, like, genuinely you could not get a ticket anywhere. Right yeah, and he, no one trusted him, and rightly so. We were the yeah. only three idiots that decided to trust him. Um, wow, there you go. And got in. Yeah. That is incredible. Yeah. It doesn't it? Just incredible. Yeah. Superb, that was. And obviously, we the, the series was drawn, so we didn't lose. It was fantastic. Luke and I had a superb time um, tootling around New Zealand in a little red Toyota. Was that the one that um, the All Blacks did on the documentary, The All or Nothing? Was that that series? Uh, there is a documentary series about it. I'm not sure it's an All or Nothing one. No, the All or Nothing one with the All Blacks was before the Man City one, wasn't it? That was a bit before. Yeah, there mm. is definitely a Lions um, series documentary about it. Yeah, I thought I thought the All or Nothing had the had the Lions tour on there. No, but... could it? I'm not, no, I don't know. Could could be right, Tommy. No, could be. Could be bloody right, couldn't I? Um, Highly yeah. unlikely, considering it's about rugby union, though. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, the only sort of live event I can sort of think of um, what was a bit tragic for me um, was I was a big fan of metal back in the day, I think. Uh, were we all? Well, we all were. We yeah. Were. I went to a gig at the Carling Academy to watch a joint Bullet for My Valentine and Trivium gig, which I was absolutely mm. for. Now, it was in the days where 
I don't know if you remember, but you remember those little McDonald's um, like coupon like booklets you could get, and there were deals in there. Yes. We've got the train to Birmingham from Lichfield. The McDonald's that's just on that's just down the road from the Carling Academy, or the old Carling Academy now. Um, I decided it'd be a good idea to have hammered four large Cronenbergs on the uh, on the train. Mm, staple. The McDonald's deal that was buy one Big Mac meal, get one Big Mac meal free. So I have just got a full bag of Maccas whilst queuing up for this gig, and I've absolutely gone to town. Gone to town, just swallowing Big Macs, Big Macs chips and the two large Cokes, and I was like, not <laughs> leaving them to... I was not leaving them. <laughs> so gone in, gone to the bar, got two big plastic glasses of Carling, and I'm just mm-hmm. neck, and I've realised that I'm not in a very good way. Gone directly into the mosh pit, directly thrown up. Oh, had, to make, had to make my way out of the <laughs> out of the, the, the toilets, and I'm just throwing up my guts of this, of this pure McDonald's and Carling and Oh dear. And was just an oh, I'm sorry, I'm crying. It was horrendous. <laughs> but I managed to pull my way through it. And I, I do remember I was just stood there for the entire gig for both bands, just thinking, just do not be sick. Do not be sick. I've got but, an image of you in my head carrying two big man boxes, <laughs> stood in the middle of a mosh pit, <laughs> vomiting. <laughs> so basically, you oh, ruined God. your own night there, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. It was the two the two Carlins that got me. <laughs> went straight to order two Carlings. Like literally after just smashing two large coats as well. Right? Oh just god. Large like, yeah. Recipe for disaster. Wouldn't advise it. Yeah. There's a lot of curdling going on in your system there, isn't there? Yeah. Good band though. Good uh, good gig though. Um yeah. Cracking line. No, I've never seen them. Would have been good. Yeah, I think I was I think I at one point was I can't remember there must have been a Someone there who I, who I really, really fancied. I think I was trying to impress them. I knew it would have been, but yeah, didn't impress whatsoever. No, that wouldn't have gone well. No. Better or worse than Max Raptor? Oh, Max Raptor! Big. Well, that was big news today, wasn't it? With uh, yeah, huge news. Great and the good being my twenty. My in my. Oh, hang on, let me start that again. Max Raptor was my twenty-second most played song of twenty twenty-three. Great <laughs> and the good, huge. Not bad at all, actually. Well, Apple have now Apple Music have now decided to kind of do the copy the Spotify thing. And honestly, I was just going through, just hit the top track start straight away, and then I just had it on the on the bus to work. And then as soon as that came on, I was like, "That is massive, massive." It's a big, it's a big scalp. It's a hell of a song. What's your favourite Max Shepard song, Rafe? Um, Evangeline. I, you know what? I would have put money on that. Roll your sleeves, Evangeline, for Pain Dog. <laughs> Absolute belter. Yeah. Obey the whips for Smythe, I think. Yeah. yeah. Incredible yeah. song. Incredible song. Go and look them up. They've not played a song for about 10 years. Yeah. Get back on it, Will Ray. Yeah, Steve-O listens, I think. Well, tell him to get a gig up. Fantastic. On the accordion as well, is Matthew. Give JB Wilcox a call. <laughs> get him. <laughs> Tom Garrett. Tom Garrett probably lives in the jungle in Africa somewhere now. Possibly, yeah. Yeah, smoking God knows what. I'd actually love to see a reunion gig of Max Raptor. Oh, wouldn't we all? 
I think that's probably the next Elite Receptions UK sponsorship. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've still got my Max up to T-shirt. I've got so. a great picture of me wearing a Max up to T-shirt. Yeah. Uh, Which one did you have, Smithy? The one that just said Max, 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 all over it. Yeah, got the exact same. Yeah. <laughs> I think Mine that's... was the king. It says the king is dead on the yes. front of it. I think I um, I climbed up to Wineglass Bay wearing that, didn't I? I think you did. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I wore a vest. One of the biggest tourist attractions in the, yeah. in the state of Tasmania. Yeah, fantastic. King is dead. The King's John Stead scores with the head. Yeah. Uh, we once went to a Max Chapter gig and created a sign. Do you remember that? Yes, I'm I've with got Max. A photo of that somewhere. Yeah. I remember your mum losing her mind at us in your in her kitchen when we were <laughs> I think we had tinfoil everywhere. <laughs> Black tape. That wasn't at the flapper in Birmingham, was it? Manchester. No, Manchester. Okay. okay. Yeah. Got the Boston Manchester. Timothy Henry Stanton on board, Gary Woolley on board, uh, Josh Hunt on board, Stuart Harvey on board. Basically the villagers. Yeah, lots of villagers. <laughs> <laughs> really normal night. Yeah, some unbelievable nights out watching them. Though. Oh yeah, some of the great times. Right, we've tangented for about, is that a word, tangented? We've had live events from myself and Tommy. Tommy Tangent. And Rafe, what was yours? My live event that came to mind that was relatively amusing was I went with another talented musician, Matthew Benstead, and one of the better left-handed batsmen I've seen. Incredible batsman. Great lad as well. A Yeah, great man. Big Sheffield United fan. And Good I went, I went gling, 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 in, in Wembley, would have been 2008 probably, and they played... Burnley in the final and lost 1-0 and we went down there and I got a lift with one of his mates so I'm not sure of his name um, Liam Johnson? No, no. <laughs> but, um, anyway we got a lift down and watched the football and I had to get the last train from London back to Burton which was at 11pm to get back to my job working for Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II at the Royal Mail <laughs> depot in Burton and I, my shift started at 5am so anyway I went out with the lads and we had been drinking all afternoon at the football went back to our accommodation and they lured me out for a beer Old and, rubber arm. which is which is a problem and we got in the back of a taxi and the taxi driver said um, where are you going to governor and uh, Ben Stead said to him Mate, just take us anywhere you reckon we'll like, anywhere you'd go. And he went, yep, righto, boys. And he drove us around and dropped us at the um, front door of, an, of, a, of a bar nightclub called Heaven. And we, <laughs> we queued up for a little bit. It was a Sunday night, big queue outside. And got inside and quickly realised it was a gay bar. <laughs> it was all... <laughs> Obviously, men violently kissing each other. Um, <laughs> and we walked in and thought, this is like the funniest stitch up you'd yeah, ever wish yeah. to be given, really. Anyway, and naturally, it went past 11 pm. I had no intention whatsoever of getting on that train. 
and we stayed out. We went to a few other places, and I and I said to the lads, "I'm going to make a call when we get back to work and just tell them I'm sick." And they said, "Yeah, that's fine, no problem." <laughs> and what I did was I went back, forgot to do that, fell asleep for a few hours. It got to about five fifteen, so fifteen minutes before my rostered start time, and I had to call the office and tell them that I was feeling a bit under the weather <laughs> whilst I was two, about two hours away in London um, and then realised I had to get the train home the next day which was subsequently cancelled about three times oh, it took no. me about six hours to get home Always the a way. really grim afternoon but a, an excellent day and, yeah. uh, and good times yeah excellent yeah, right, boys. Um, Tommy is having another go at the quiz this evening. And I've heard yeah. it's got bells and whistles on it this week, Tom. Is that right? Yeah, well, I thought I would do a Christmas-themed quiz. Oh, um, yes. Based on songs of which, of names of famous sports people. Oh, mate, this sounds dreamy. Well, sounds right up my right up my chimney. I really regret that because I thought you were going to turn your face, turn your noses up at it. That's not what it's about. I, th- I was expecting you to be furious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excellent! Oh, uh, great! Okay. Um, right. Well, okay. that's next week then. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you now need to do a Christmas. You've now got to do that next week. Oh, the the legwork in that, by the way, is going to be horrendous. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, this well, okay. This is called the pub quiz. Um, it's the, the worst, blandest name ever. Um, and basically, there are, uh, hang on, I've forgotten how many questions there are. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, not going well. Uh, seven questions. Yeah. Um, and the are basically three pubs. So there's three questions for the Georgian Dragon in Oruus, <laughs> two questions for the William IV, and two questions for the Crown. I really like the setup. Yeah, so <clears throat> a great setup. Yeah, so it's basically going to be a play on words. So there's a little clues for you there. Is the play on words for each round will be based either. So if the Georgian dragon is going to be George or dragon is going to be included. Right. In that. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So we need a sound each to buzz in on. Maybe an animal noise. <laughs> so do I need to know something about these pubs? No, no. Just... The answers will be related to the name of right. the pub. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. <clears throat> there you go. So yeah, it'd be fastest, fastest finger. So obviously, uh, Payne, what's your uh, what's your uh, noise to buzz? With me, Excellent. All right. So um, obviously, just for the for the listeners, um, I'm trying not to soil myself with the stress of this quiz. Mm-hmm. Um, did get slammed. I did actually receive a message this morning from our favourite International Cricket Council employee, Dale Stancliffe, saying, I'm as bad at doing a quiz than I, as I am at being a quiz master. And that's really thrown me off guard. Um, <laughs> so I'm feeling a bit of pressure. There's a little bit of nerves jangling. Um, but also as well, so I know obviously because we're recording this on Teams, well, say Teams, Google Meets. Um, for those who are listening, you might hear the buzzers might be slightly off, but it's whatever I can hear first. So hopefully that'll be okay. Okay. But here we go. We're at the first pub. We've poured a lovely pint of Carling and we're at the Georgian Dragon. Okay. Okay. So question one, there's three questions in the Georgian Dragon. 
Question one. George Ford, the English fly half, was played 91 times for England, was born in which county? Yorkshire. Ba-ba. Oh! Payne, it's on you. Somerset. Incorrect. Lancashire. Oh. Okay. Okay, next question. I should have got that because Owen Farrell's from the same county. Bogger. I think he's from Oldham when I was mm. recently. Uh, St. George Illawarra Dragons. So you see what I've done, done there? I've got Manchester yes. George Dragons in, which is huge. Uh, they play in the National Rugby League in Australia, mm-hmm. and they have two colours in their home strip. <laughs> Smithy! For me, I got Ian. Red and white. Ding, ding, ding. Correct. Yeah. Well done, Ian. Might as well just give him the quiz. I've definitely not made the right sound either time that I've claimed to know the answer. <laughs> I think I screamed Smithy then. <laughs> oh, that could be controversial. Question three. The Georgian Dragon, final one. Who was the last player named George to play Test cricket for Australia? <gasps> Payne. George Bailey. Correct. Yeah, well there done, we Rafe. And we leave the Georgian Dragon. One on all. It's from the very town I'm sitting in, George Bailey is. Little fact for you. There you go. Cracking. All right. Right. We've, we're staggering down the road now. We're off to the William the Fourth. <laughs> Love it. This is great. And there's the blob. Hey, up, Yid. Question one. William Regal, in 2001, was forced to be the first person to join Vince McMahon's club. What was the name of that club? <gasps> Payne? The Corporation. No. Ian? Oh. No, not going to get it, Sorry. It was the Kiss My Ass Club. No. Uh. Okay, question two. Can you name both drivers for the Formula One team, Williams? Oh! Williams. Latifi. Incorrect. Well, you get one more guess. Albon. Correct. So I'll give you one point for that. Ian... You get an opportunity. Oh, Williams are rubbish, oh, aren't they? Um, Albon. Oh, come on, drive to survive. I think it begins with P. Does it begin with P, Tom? No. No, it's not what I'm thinking of then. You think of Pierre Gasly? Yes. Incorrect. No, incorrect. Uh, Who was it's it? Logan Sargent. Never heard of him. Yes. <laughs> All right, we've now had five pints. We're at the Willy. We're heading to the Crown. My favourite of the Oriwas pubs. No, it's actually not. Used to be. Used to be. Excellent. So, this one, I mean, this is... It was, it was pretty hard to do. Yeah, questions. Crown, I was going to say. We'll see how we go. I've also got an, an extra round if we want it. The Triple Crown is the unofficial name in horse racing for winning which three events in the USA? Now, I'll give you a point for each one. <laughs> Pain. Kentucky Derby. One, correct. Don't know anymore. <laughs> Ian. Um, He's going to bottle this. Yeah. I was going to say the Kentucky Derby as well. Uh, the, oh, I know there's an Oaks. In it. Is there one called the Oaks over there as well? It's not what I've got written down. No. Don't know. Michael Oaks. 
No. No. It's the Preakness Stakes and the Belmont Stakes. No. No, I only knew the Kentucky Derby. There we go. All right, question two. The Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman, a.k.a. MBS, owns which Premier League football team? (laughs) Ian. Bournemouth. Incorrect. I thought they were sponsored by him. Man City. Incorrect. Newcastle United. Oh, Oh, was it there? Okay, yep. (laughs) Um, So there we go. That's the end of the quiz. And we've got Payne with three, Smithy with one. Well done, Rafe. You want to do the tiebreaker just because... Yeah, go on. What? There's two questions in this. What's this? Is this... If this is one with Oruis or Fryer in the name, it's a... <laughs> with, where, where are we going? Tony in Chinese. <laughs> no, no, we've still, we still got our drinking boots on, so we're popping to the Legion. Oh, fantastic. All right. They're, I mean, they're pretty hard, this, but here we go. This is what I add. The Legion of Boom was a nickname given to which NFL team's defence in the early 2010s? So you've got to think. Oh, I'll get this three multiple choice answers for this so you've got the seattle seahawks the carolina panthers or the arizona cardinals so we just have to guess one of the three yeah defense well, i was going to say the patriots there's none of those um seahawks correct the seattle seahawks Payne, who would you have gone for with that not those panthers probably yeah fair enough um, and the final Legion st- uh, question was, the Legion Stadium hosted the Summer Olympics football matches. Which Olympics was this? Legion Stadium. <laughs> Ian? Munich. Wrong. Bollocks. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say uh, the Atlanta 2000. Uh, it was Sydney 2000. Yeah. Oh, Atlanta 96. Atlanta 96 is the correct answer. Oh, splendid. Well done, Pain Dog. Well done. Well done. Um, and yeah, that was the quiz. Well, look forward to Barton next week, Christmas themed. Great quiz. Yeah, oh my God. Imagine, I'll, I'll write it. Imagine how much fun I'll have with the middle bell. <laughs> Ian Bell. <laughs> Right. Which little ginger posh kid scored 14 <laughs> centuries for England? <laughs> Ian Bell. Uh, okay, you can have a go writing one, Rafe, if you want to. Yeah, I'll have a crack at that, actually. I like, I really credit to you for the uh, uh, yeah. for that, that Tom. That was very good. You are back stronger there. Bounce back ability. I've pulled it back a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we've got Yoxel to go at as well. Yeah, well, there are two, two pubs in Yoxel, isn't there? There's the Oak. Golden... Gold Cup. Gold Cup. And is it the Oak, is it? No, the Oak's Kings Bromley. Yeah, it is. Uh, I should know. Scrimmy's brother's got it. Oh, what is it called? I don't know. I used to drink in there a lot after football. I can't remember. The Ginger Pubes Arms. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Dale Barton will tell me. Regular listener to the pod. Who's not from Barton, is he? Yoxall. There we go. Should be yeah. the Barton. He could have had Barton on the back of his Barton shirt. <laughs> like, like Jason Scotland. <laughs> okay. Well, that's it, lads. That was the quiz. So I'm glad yeah. I pulled a little bit of a, 
bit back and hopefully yeah. the fans will appreciate that and get off my back. Yeah, I'm really annoyed myself about George Ford. I'll get some stick about that. Right, gentlemen, it's time to wrap up the pod. Um, villagers out there, do not forget to follow us on Spotify. Like, five stars would be great. Um, share it with all your mates. Share it with your villagers. Let's build the village. Um, follow us on Instagram, at the villagers pod. Um, more competitions coming up. Congratulations to Rossi B. Hope you had a great time at the Brewers. And thanks to you for all of your entries that came in. Uh, who was second, boys? I think, was it Pony? Uh, yeah, it was. He screamed it at a live venue, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Crouchfest is second. I think we awarded third to Jude. So congratulations to Jude. Hey, um, Jude. Who also won um, most improved player for his local football club in Auckland. So congratulations, Jude. Well done on that huge achievement. Well done, Jude. Um, right. Go well, everyone. Cheers. Play Village! That is very good. The swing works, the Oracle again. Quite brilliant from Simon Jones.